Yo, what's up? Laugh Now Day Later, your favorite podcast. Laugh Now Day Later? Laugh Now Day Later, my Laugh bad. Now Day Later? I'm just... Dude, that's like two I'm, in a row. I'm, I'm, like, yeah, that's... What is it? Laugh... Uh, laugh, laugh Now Day Later. Uh, running oh. Out song. Oh, Day Later. Yeah, yeah, Laugh Now Day Later. But this who says like Day Later. Yeah, like I stutter too much, but... <laughs> anyway. I'm working on it. So today we got... Okay, so when I started this podcast and I had the idea, like, uh, you know, being uh, from, you know, I'm actually like straight up Mexican, you know, having... There was only two people that I'm like, okay... I could have these two people, and then from there, I could interview anybody, and I wouldn't care if anyone listened. There's only two people. One of them was Nate from Chicago, and one of them is Wally from Rotting Out. The other one, sorry. And today we got, I did one already, and this is pretty pretty cool. He said yes. He agreed. We're, we're with Nate from Chicago. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, what's I'm up? Nate. Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, I'm super stoked. You know, he agreed. You know, this is like, this is pretty cool, you know, like. I've been listening to, like, Shabala more than I have probably before, you know, just because of a lot of shit going at home. And, yeah, I'm just super stoked. That's awesome. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Kind of introduce yourself, kind of run down. Uh, who so are you? For the people who don't know. Yeah. Obviously, like, people who are listening know what the fuck yeah. these are. Like, I'm Nate. I sing in the band Shabala. Uh, we've been a band this next year 15 years. Holy shit. So that's a long time. You guys are OGs. Dude. Uh, and, uh, Yeah. For some reason, we still play in the band. Yeah, for you, some reason. You've been in a band 15 years, right? So I'll be 18 next year. So you were a band when I was three. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. I realized <laughs> that now. I was like, wow. That's yeah, wild. Dude. You're just a youngin. Yeah, dude. I, I, think, I think once I think once you get once you get past like the age of like 18, the years just fucking fly. They blur. Yeah, that's I, what I, I tell this to because I'm 10 years old. I got 10 years on him, but it's not like, dude, when I was your age, like shit was so different. Like, yeah, once once you pass that age, it's just it's a fucking blur. Because I remember, I remember being in high school. I was like, dude, every year lasts for fucking ever. I'm you over this shit. Yeah. <laughs> they all uh, felt like so distinct. You have like freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, and you're like, oh wow, every year's so different. And now it's like, dude, like the past three years feel like the same shit. Or like, yeah, you know? we started the band. When I was a senior in high school, so damn, yeah, it's, it's yeah. crazy, you know. Uh, high school, where where at? I I grew up out in Riverside, so I went to high school in Rubino High School, and uh, you know I lived there in Riverside for about five, six years. Prior to that, I lived in Whittier. Prior to that, I lived in Guadalajara, Mexico. And, you know, I've been here since, you know? Yeah, sick. Um, where's, um, you know, to, I guess, to, like, know the, the authenticity? Uh, you know, you grew up in Riverside, but where did it, well, no, where are your parents from, you know? How how was, like, you know, because obviously you know how to talk Spanish very well yeah, compared yeah. to most people who are like bice as fuck, but you know, yeah. can't I mean, speak Spanish. you're screaming whole songs in Spanish, yeah. which like a lot of people aren't even doing. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, both of my parents are from Guadalajara. Uh, mm-hmm. My mom was actually born in Puerto Vallarta, and uh, they grew up there, born and raised there. And then, uh, you know, obviously they moved here and started a life here. And I guess it's better. I don't know. So, fuck yeah, argu- yeah. Arguably better. Arguably not. I don't know. Now, nowadays, it seems like fuck. I'd rather be in Mexico right it's now. Like the American dream is like debatable. American mm. dream is just mm. chasing money and not getting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's debatable nowadays, at least. You know, I think the past four years have been the fuck. <laughs> I'd rather be somewhere else. You know. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I, yeah. My family grew up there, and my mother, you know, decided to move here and. You know, at that time she was in she was in college in Mexico. She was she actually became a doctor, her PhD, and she wanted to practice here. But a lot of things that people don't realize that when you go to school in another country, you come here, you yeah, have you to should. 
it ain't shit one, but you have to you have to take your licensing test and you know, being being a foreigner, there's no break. So to take you know, take a test to to get your license it's somewhere between ten yeah. and twenty thousand dollars. So when you're a single mother, you know, trying to afford that it's nearly impossible, you know. So she moved here and did something else and she's been she's been right, you know, she's been good since. But uh yeah, dude, that's just like the re- the, re- the reality of the struggle, like moving here and having your credentials that meant so much, like not be valid anymore. Yeah, yeah. the whole society says, well, like, oh, that's for your country. Like, we do things different here, and like, yeah, you know, yeah, and you know, it's, it's I think people don't take that into consideration when people, you know, when you know you have people in American culture, like, oh, you know, why, if, you know, why don't these, you know, people from other countries move here and do it right? And it's like, you know, how hard it is to do it right. Not, not only is it nearly impossible, but there's also this financial burden that the reason people move here is for a better life. But you can't, they can't afford it in the first place, you know? So what do you think is going to be like? Yeah, I was looking at this, uh, you know, Steven Crowder, that motherfucker. Who? Steven Crowder. He's like a Republican who, like, argues that one to change my mind. Oh, yeah. He did a he did an episode where, like, oh, like, um, is Trump really wrong about immigrants or something like that? And then uh, he's like, oh, uh... He, told, he was, like, arguing against this kid, and he's like, oh, Trump, uh, like, you know, like, he's not wrong. They do bring criminals, you know. There's a, a Mexican does a lot of crime. I'm like, motherfucker, do you see the, hood, like, the hoods we come in? Like, you know, like, you don't, you're not going to, like, go to Beverly Hills, move in a house after coming from Mexico, you know? Yeah. You're yeah. going to be, like, you know, like, there's fucking gangs everywhere, you're you know? You're going to move to Vernon, like, you East know? L.A. because the Reds cheap. Motherfuckers and, don't know, like, what it's like, you know, to know anything else, to know what's yeah. like, you know? A lot, of, a lot of the kids that I grew up don't do good in school, and then I'm like, why are you not doing good in school? Well, then I see, like, these kids are, like, offered weed, you know, like, the age of yeah. eight, you know? And, and, and I hate to say it, like, a product of your environment is very real. If you read, oh, what's the book I was reading? It's called Running Scared. It's, I think the author's Paul, Paul Rodriguez. And he talks about when he first moved to the States. And he talks about him getting... Is Paul Rodriguez? P- no, not Peter. No, no, no. no okay. It's a whole... He's a... He's like a writer, poet, dude. Um... I don't even think that's the author's name. It's, yeah. But it's called Running Scared. Running Scared. He's a, he's a Latino from East L.A. And he talks about when he moved to when he moved to California, a lot of the reasons that he started, the you know, gangs in East L.A. started was not simply because it was malicious or it was supposed to be evil or it was supposed to be some kind of criminal organization. He's like, you literally, in California, there's areas called... Um, what is it called? Um, essentially, there's cities that don't have governing, like you know, there isn't a government that is associated to that city or that part. You know, for example, Compton. You know, for example, Boyle Heights. Um, you know, those areas didn't have a governing structure. So what that means is that at those times, you know, you call the police. You know, the police is coming from a city, mm. two, three cities down. Yeah. So by the time they get to you, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, you know? So there's these areas where they, they formed, you know, back then what they called clicas, and it was literally just to protect your, your neighborhood, just to be able to, like, hey, like, we're almost neighborhood watch, you know? Yeah, yeah. And That's it, how Highland Park was with the avenues and the yeah. Highland Park. Yeah. And it was never, you know, he talks about it, he's like, yo, it was never supposed to be, it was never malicious or anything to be territorial simply because we didn't have structure in these in certain cities because you know hey Beverly Hills was fucking fine but no one gave a fuck when did this book take place or like when 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 did this start 
So he talks about the, he wrote this book and he talks about his up uh, his upbringing in the fifties and the sixties, mm. living in East LA. Yeah. So it's very specific to those times, you know, and the avenues and all that, and you know, the structure when you know. Yeah, when everything essentially gangs began, you know, and uh, it's it's pretty cool to see him. He's like, dude, I moved here from Mexico and I was fucking terrified, you know, because back then you go, you know, if you live your city, your city. Where you know everybody around you looks the same, but you go to fucking this area that you know is pr- predominantly you know Caucasians, or you know there's like suburban areas where you as soon as you walked into those areas, they got ran out. They're like, yo, you get you get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah. So you know, and it's you gotta think it's been fucking decades of, of that, and it still exists, you know. And it's you know, and I hate to say it, yeah, it's a product of your environment, but what the fuck do you do else, you know? Yeah. You gotta survive, you know. I, uh, one of the my, one of my favorite books actually the only book I have ever like read m- multiple times and I don't read actually that much is uh, Breaking Through it's by uh, so I remember it's Breaking Through it's like a series it's like three books or two and he talks about actually a little bit like because he's old now like it was when he was in the 50s um, he when he talks like his whole story like you know from the beginning from arriving to Mexico and like throughout the whole story you see how like he has like shit ton of brothers and like oh one brother got married you know his parents had to go here you know it's not like it's so plain and simple like your parents are home and like and i can relate to it you know as you get yeah. older you know shit like you know shit that you do that you don't want it to change is going to change you know you know it's and yeah, yeah. I, I suggest you know that it, book it's, it's cool that you say that because you know what? i fucking hate reading because when yeah. i moved here i i knew spanish only yeah so when i moved here i was like fuck i only know spanish so i got yeah. stuck in all the english learning classes and i was like fuck i gotta learn english now so there, even till this day, there's words in Spanish that I know and words in English that I don't know. You know, so it's like I get fu- I get fucked up. So my grammar was always fucked up, and I didn't understand. You know, my reading comprehension wasn't as as great as as it should be. But so reading books, I was like, dude, I don't have like this shit's hard. <laughs> yeah. But then, but at the same time, you know, growing up in a, in an environment like in a hostile environment. I never liked reading fictional books. I was like, dude, I don't want, like, I can't fantasize about this bullshit. Exactly, this shit's not yeah. real. I can't relate to it. So it's funny that you say that you read this book that's like, oh, shit, like, I actually, like, like this. I, I can understand it. And, dude, I'll, I'll send you some books, but I, I got more into reading simply because of, of the context. And it was because, like, oh, shit, like, you know, running schedules one, the black hand, the dude talks, and Esso talks about the, the Mexican mafia and how he got involved and growing up in Artesia and growing up in East LA. So it's like reading books like that, I was like, oh, fuck, like, I see that. I, I know where that's at, you know? And I could relate that with music because sometimes I listen to music and, like, you know, I'm not going to name a specific band or anything. This goes in general without outside of hardcore. I'm like, yeah. like screaming. I'm like, what are you screaming about? Like, sometimes I hear bands like scream about, like, and you know, I could say this because I, I basically, I'm kind of straight as basically. I don't claim it, mm-hmm. but a lot of these bands, I'm like, okay, like I used to be like, okay, like I'm, I come from all the shit, you know, and it's hard to like, you know, not drink, not smoke, you know, you get offered even by, you know, my neighbor in the front and da 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 da, and then like I hear them, I'm like, what are you screaming about? And then like I listen to other bands, I'm like, you know, it's, I could relate that with books, you know, there's some, there's, I can't listen to music when you're screaming about like horror or like you know like you know all this like like you know and i know like it's just like a bunch of boys from the suburbs you know yeah like to me i was like i can't listen to this shit you know i gotta listen i'd rather listen to like rap but it's gonna be real you know like, yeah, yeah you know i can't listen to i'd rather listen to rap that is gonna talk about real shit than like heavy music that's gonna scream about nothing yeah and i think i think that's why i always liked punk and hardcore because like when you when you actually like 
read the lyrics or like see what these bands are about and the people it's like it's a very it's a very real thing yeah you know when when you know when i write lyrics i was like it's all shit that i've gone through or, or seen or like things i believe in you know it's not just some like pop fictional shit you know and also your lyrics are really written like like yeah there's some like you know like some edge to it but mm. i think like even like you know the bands i look up to like writing out it's it's like it's not like you know some bands like write it all poetic like yeah. you know like they kind of put like this whole intro you know like they use fancy words but like or like you know like like bridges and words you know but like yeah. you guys are like you know like uh straight up it's just kind of like talking you know yeah straightforward yeah it's just like you're basically telling it with the rhythm of the song and that's it yeah it's just a story you know and it's yeah, i think i think lyrically that's always what i've tried to do is just write songs that you know one are very personal but it's also some something that people understand you know because yeah, yeah. if you th if you think about it it's like you know and i think that's why i liked hardcore a lot more is because you, you can always read the lyrics and have some kind of understanding but like when i grew up i i grew up going to punk shows so that's how i got into music because i went to backyard shows punk shows and as much as i love punk and i still do but there's a lot of shit that was just fucking mad corny you know um, and i was like you know you know, when you go to punk shows in certain areas, like, luckily, East LA and, like, Pomona, it was always chill because it was, like, a bunch of hood kids, you know? But when you go, when you start going to the other punk shows and they're, like, you didn't look the fucking part, I was like, no, I can't fucking afford a leather jacket. Or a <laughs> I was like, how much it costs? Like, oh, yeah, like, true. You know, like, my buddies would be like, oh, like, let's get, let's get you need to get you a leather jacket. I was like, Doc bitch, I can't, yeah. I can't fucking afford that shit, dude. Yeah. I got, I got shoes from fucking Rock. the Payless, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, fucking... Yeah, no, there's definitely those, you know? those foods that show up just to rock the fit. Not yeah. even to pit, not, they don't like, they, they might have homies in the bands, but they're not really about the music or like yeah, the, the, the message that's being spoken through the music. They're yeah. just like, yo, we all got our battle vests on yeah. and shit. No, like, and I feel that about a way of hardcore now sometimes because like, there, I uh, think there's like, a, there's like a line in the middle where it's like you, like the right music, the right people. Then there's like punk where it could be like two, like just getting fucked up. And you know, the other side, it's like, I'm not gonna say it, but you know, like, you know, this. Certain, posers, bro. Not, not even posers, like certain people who come from a nice place, you know, from a, you know, who just scream about nothing. I'm like, you're screaming about nothing. Like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of bands I can name, especially like from even back in the day, you know, like, what are you screaming about? You know, like, you know, talking about the change. I'm like, what, what change? I'm a motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know, I was like. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and I think that's why when I, when I was younger getting into music, I was like, that's why I, I never liked. I mean, I love metal, obviously. I love punk. I love hardcore. But I never got into too much of, like, a... a Anything. A, like, any specific... Any right? specific yeah. feel or look because I was, like... I love boy bands, but I was, like, I can't fucking afford a Fred Perry. <laughs> like, yeah. You're going to get Mohawk, like... Oh, yeah. Like, 10 I, do, I, even, I tried to get a Mohawk once, and my fucking mom slapped me upside my head. <laughs> so I was, like, all right, well, I guess I won't do that either. Eres punk, though? Eres punk. Eres punk or eres emo? I was, like, dímelo. Yeah, I tried to spike my hair once, and I... And back then, everybody just used Elmer's glue with the tips. Yeah, so I, rock hard I put, like, yeah, I put Elmer's glue in and it just looked all fucked up. And Hell she yeah. just like my grandma just wouldn't let it go. And the white crusty tips. Like, that's what I buy you glue for. I'm yeah, like, like, I right. guess. Me estás engañando. Me estás engañando. Right. Soy punk. Soy punk. Oh yeah, that's hard. I don't know. Uh, but you know, so you, you know, you grew up, and when did the importance, or how'd you get him into like heavy music? Because I know, like, I think it's like I don't know, maybe just me, but like in Mexican culture, like. It's kind of rare. Like, everybody's like, 
like I remember I got I used to wear the you know like the suicidal hats like that yeah. as a kid, <laughs> and then my mom like and then be just like gag, like what the fuck they be like chavo el ocho like you know key or something <laughs> like that. Like, like, I remember, and I didn't go, like, I kind of, like, I would get, like, fuck, you know, but then I'd be, like, I still wear, you know? Yeah. Like, I still wear, like, you know, like, the, uh, I used to, like, the Misfits back in the day a lot, and, like, I have the famous monsters, like, you know, like, folded, yeah. and they'd be, like, like, why do you got to show us that? Like, put the hat down, you know, like, <laughs> and, like, shit like that. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think when I was, like, I don't know, like, it's, you know, when I was younger, I was definitely, like, I grew up, when I got to high school, I was in Riverside, and I went to high school. That was not, you know, it was mainly Latinos and, and black community. So it was just very, that was a hood, you know. So it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't. It, there really wasn't not that many. Like there was like some, some punk kids. There wasn't many. That, there wasn't really any hardcore kids, you know. But I, I started going to shows. I think in like the last couple years of like elementary school and then middle school. And that was because my buddy's band, my buddy's brother used to play in this band called Backside, which was like an old, like, punk, ska, you know? So, you know, at that point, I started going to, like, punk shows in middle school. And started, like, at that point, I started, you know, that's when, like, you know, in the the late 90s in elementary school, I started liking, like, the old Epitaph shit. Or, like, at that point, it was new, but, like, Offspring, Green Day. So by the time I got to middle school, I was like, oh, fuck, I want to hear something more extreme, you know? Okay. So at that point I was like, oh, there's shows here, there's shows there, and then but I think by the time I got to high school, I luckily in Riverside there's a or not Riverside but in Corona, there's a venue called Showcase, and Showcase every fucking band played Showcase, it was like legendary. So I got lucky enough to go there, and like you know fucking one night, you know it'd be a punk show, the next night it'd be a hardcore show, you know, like I think one of the first shows I went there was like Addicts and Subhumans. Oh, that's not cool. And then, you know, the next I'd be fucking Bane and, you know, Damn. Nerve Agents. Back in the good old days? With yeah. <laughs> Back so, in the good old days. So it was, so it was cool. You know, I, I was fortunate enough where I, I grew up, I grew up close to, to all the shit, you know? Where, you know, it wasn't, you know, my school, there wasn't a lot of punks or hardcore kids. But, you know, a city away, there was a bunch of hardcore punk shows and I met friends. Pomona was always full of hardcore and punk shows, you know? Yeah. I mean, so. I think you were lucky, actually, yeah. because fucking, I come, you know where Huntington Park is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, so, like, basically, like, when I would go pick her up, like, she lives, like, we live in the same like, area, but she, like, just, we're, like, cut in half, so she was, like, the ghetto school, and yeah. I was, like, the, a bit more better. Yeah. So, like, it'd be funny, because I go to her school, like, there'd be some metalhead kids, you know, like, you know, like, you know what I'm talking about, like, the, like, cut, like, yeah, shirt, yeah. you know, like, metal, and then. You go to, like, my school, like, everybody's... It was, like, the gentrified Mexicans, basically. Yeah. Because they were, like, repping being Mexican, but they were, like, you know, like, third generation, and it was just yeah. kind of sad, you know? Like, they were just, like, you know, like... You know what the watches are? Yeah. You know, they, like, they'd be, like, <laughs> you know, ¿Qué pasó? You know, ¿Qué pasó, perro? And I'd be, like... I'm like, what you know? For like, you don't, you don't probably don't speak. You probably know those exact same words. And a lot of them would be like, "You take the bus." I'm like, "Yeah, I take the bus." And then they'd be like, and they'd be like, I'm like, and then I think one kid specifically like, "Hey, Julio took the bus." And this what you know, rapping off that and shit. And they'd be like, "Oh, he takes the bus." I'm like, "For like, you don't know what being Mexican is, you know?" Like, what does that mean? Everyone takes the bus. Yeah, like, no, them, and it's because that is, that area, like, it's just like right outside, right outside of my zone, and they're like, you know, they they have nice houses, you know. But that's that's like a fairly new term, right? Because I never heard heard of like. To me, when I was a kid, there was like, you know, the, there was like the Mexican dudes, and then there's a straight up biceps. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's like I feel like the watch is a term for like I'm trying so hard to be like really Mexican, you know? Like, yeah. You know, and, I, and some come from it, but 
I see some of it used as an excuse, like this is where I'm, you know, this is who I am, you know, like yeah. I'm Mexican. No, you're not. You know, like yeah. You know? To me, that that ter- I I have, I've only recently have heard heard of that saying or, or it's because it's kind of been become a meme. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or it's like or it's, it's, it's become, become their whole identities. But it yeah. seems to have become a meme from a from a Mexican. Mexicans yeah, even Mexican, who yeah. agree that are kind of separating themselves <laughs> yeah, amongst like, Latinos. We don't kind we, of BS TV. We, we don't rep them, you know. That's yeah. So weird, dude. It's like don't divide, man. They're Mexicans. It's cool. To, that, yeah. When I was a kid, I was like. You know, there's me being a first-generation Latino, and then just straight-up vices that just came from Mexico. Yeah. yeah, and that's just because that's who they, you know that's who they were. You know, yeah. not not trying to identify by it. You know. Yeah, it's like yeah, we're yeah. I remember like yeah, I remember like uh, you know ever, ever been to Sami Alameda? No. That place is like that place is essentially like it's like Mexico like grabbed a piece of the line just put it on like it's just like what, what is it called? Sami de Alameda. Where's that at? It's in Alameda, like in. That's Vernon, right? Yeah, Vernon, yeah. Oh, so it's Vernon, like, Alameda. Yeah, but it's like barely Vernon. And it's like the funniest thing because it's like motherfuckers be selling like, hey, like, you know, the first thing going is like, hey, uh, what's it called? Mika, you know, like, we got Mika right here. You know, like, and I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good. For and then like another like, hey, you need ID, you need ID? Like, you know, like, consulado, or consulado, quieres papeles, que estamos? I'm like, all right. Hey, at least you know where to go. Yeah, I was like, well, it's the funniest thing. <laughs> But so yeah, so you know, you said you had Sababa, uh, you know, formed the senior year. Mm-hmm. You know, how did how did Shibalba, I don't know how uh, how do you pronounce it? Shibalba. 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 How did Shibalba yeah. form? Uh, so our our guitar player and bass player used to play in a band called Time for Change, which was like a they were like a straight edge band. And then, Wait, who? Uh, Big Brian and our bass player oh, Little okay, Brian. Okay. They used to play in a band called Time for Change, and then me. Jason and Jensen used to play another band called Out of Heart. So we so we we were friends and we used to always play shows together. But I think at that time, it's like when like you know like Half Heart, Champion, Verse, all those bands first started. So there wasn't really like heavy or metal bands at that time. So we're like, oh, we want to do something heavy, like you know like Disembodied or Martyr mm. AD or like we want like our first our first demo was straight up Sepultura ripoff. So like we wanted to do something heavy and we're like, ah, oh, fuck it, let's, let's start a new band. So when we first started, it was kind of weird because people were like, it was, like now there's a lot of heavy bands, you know? But at that time, we are just like kind of the oddball out, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, we just we started it because we just wanted to do something a little bit more metal influence, a little bit heavier. And uh, I guess it paid off, I guess, you know? But like yeah. f- focused on like being like making it, not being like over the top, like... Like not taking it to like deathcore, like mainstream, like not trying not obviously not yeah. trying to be like the MySpace deathcore band. Yeah, right? I mean that's also just technically I was like I can't fucking do that shit. Yeah, I mean yeah definitely. I mean because that's like kind of the world I came from, and then one day my homies were like, "Yo, check out Shibalba," and I was yeah. like, oh, they showed me the Cold Music video, and I was like, "Yo, that's this yeah, is fucking yeah. sick." This and is I, real, that yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I remember being AC and like all I had been listening to like was Suicide Silence, I Declare War, Joffrey yeah. Coward, all that stupid ass like bullshit, like you said, like the fiction, the fiction yeah, deathcore like, shit. You see. Because like, all, all, all those bands, were, a, lot, a lot of those bands were influenced by the bands that that we were, we started, we influenced were by like like Disembodied Mario Day, like those are the bands yeah. that they listened to. I think that whole era of like metalcore or whatever yeah. was was just a little too fine tuned in the sense of just it started getting really technical. Yeah, where like overproduced, after, overprodu- overproduced for for me, I was just like ah, it's like I let it, I like it 
a little yeah. bit more raw, you know. It's like yeah. plastic almost. Yeah, like yeah. Music was, yeah. So I was like, you know, so yeah. And for, plus, like it, it shows, like if you listen to like, uh, like uh, Asa la Muerte and all that mm. stuff, like that album, it sounds so much, so much more raw than like Suicide Silence that's coming out like the same year or like yeah, the year yeah. before. It's a whole completely different sound, yeah. but it still hits. Like, and, and I get know? it. I understand why people. I mean, I, I, I'm actually like, I'm a fan of Suicide Silence. I, I grew up going to their shows and. You know, I became friends with with them, but it's like, yeah. Again, to me, it was just a little too like. I want to hear like I want to hear a riff, you know. Yeah. I want to hear a little bit more of a groove, but yeah, to me, it was just like, I don't know. And then it was just I don't know. It was too. It was too cookie cutter for me. You yeah, know? definitely. Mm-hmm. So like, basically, as a band, you guys kind of agreed, like, we're able to like kind of vibe together on like a sound you wanted, and on like yeah, a certain like rawness too. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I think we. I mean, it, it definitely became more metal influenced. So, yeah, it's definitely. Like, it, it, you know, that's what we wanted to play, and I think yeah. that's what we did. But yeah, yeah. But before we get into like, you know, because we're probably gonna talk about Shibal in general as a band. Um, you know, like before we, yeah, before we get into, you know, how like, you know, in music, like as a band and. And not as a band, you know, how much would you get judged for listening to that music, you know? Because as a person, you know, I probably got judged. And then as a band, you know, I'm pretty sure you guys are, like, one of the bigger bands, you know, especially I've heard, you know, from, you know, I heard it from Aldo, from Maxi, yeah. you know, you guys are, like, one of the first brown bands, you know, to get up there, you know? Yeah, you know, it's, it's weird because, like, I think I, I did an interview with someone else, too, where it's, like, again, when I was a kid, you know, all the, all the Mexicans kids love punk. We all went to the punk shows. And then hardcore, for some reason, for the it was it was a mixed, you know. There's always like you know, for in general, crazy music is always multicultural. There's never like really like it's never been a place where every walk of life isn't accepted. But it was very noticeable at that time that I was like it was mainly like white dudes, you know. There wasn't really like a, a band full of brown dudes playing music, uh, you know. And I was just like, when we we started playing, we're like. We made it a point to, like, talk about our culture and represent it as a band, you know, to the point where it's like, hey, man, it's okay to, like, it's, you know, it's, it's okay to like this music and be up here, you know? Because yeah. mostly, like, if, if, you know, I don't know how it is in, for school for you guys now, but when I was in high school, it was like, like, oh, you're a rocker fool? Like, oh, you like punk? That's weird, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> we're like, nah, it's not weird. I just like, I just like this shit, you know? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think over time we... We made it a point to represent a part of our culture that, you know, so people understand that, like, yeah, this is L.A. Yeah. This is a part of our, our our community, you know? It's not, you know, it's not just a bunch of white dudes playing music, you know? Yeah, with New Balance. Yeah. Was yeah. That, so was that your approach to, <clears throat> for example, like, writing, writing very mindfully, writing lyrics in Spanish? And oh, like yeah. Knowing you're going to sing, like, you're like, fuck, I'm going to sing this whole, like, Hasta la Muerte is entirely in Spanish, right? Yeah, it's, it's very yeah. on purpose and territory. It's very... Yeah, because I remember I remember hearing that and be like, "Yo, they're singing." He's like, "He's singing it completely in Spanish the whole song." I was like, yeah. "I never heard this." I it's never. Not, like, it's be, not, besides, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Brujeria. Yeah. That, that my uncle actually showed me, but I was like, "Yo, this is fucking sick." Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Brujeria. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been it's been it's been very intentional. Yeah, yeah it's funny actually you said that that back in the day it was like you're a rocker. There's also the gentrified now. Like it's like the kids who are like, "Oh, wear a Joy Division shirt," and then like we're like, I one time I actually I saw a girl wearing like the like a. Like a jacket, and it had like just one Nirvana patch, like just yeah. one. And uh, no, but then like you also could tell because they pull up with their like, what's that? And the drums, you know, playing, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. and then like, and you know, I pull up with like, I think I had a Rings of Saturn shirt for some reason, mm-hmm. and like like an alien, you know, like being eaten up, and they're like, 
Yo, like, I remember some kid, I was like, stop being weird. Like, just stop. Like, you're so cool. But, <laughs> but like, the rings of sadness no, and, yeah, and, so weird. No, he's all like, and I remember him just like, you're so cool. Like, you know, you're the, like, you're my homie, but stop being weird. Like, I don't want to be seen like that. And I was like, motherfucker, I'm going to wear it, you know? Like, and it just got worse from there because I just got worse yeah. shirts. But, but yeah. So I was getting to Shibaba, you know? So, well, oh, actually, there's a question I, you know, want to know. What is a uh, fuck you, Belon? Like, I'm going to split with incendiary. What was that? What is that about? Oh, Nazis, fuck them. Oh, Nazis. Oh, because it's said Pelon, so I was like... Yeah. Oh, okay. He, uh, I don't know if it's really noticeable nowadays, but when, when you know, when I first started going to shows, when you went to certain parts, like if you went to Orange County, you definitely ran into some boneheads. You know, sometimes here in Long Beach, you run into them. Um, and it's weird because it's like, you know, you would think, like, living in Southern California where there's every fucking walk of life, you'll never see that type of... Cult. I, I expected in, like... Other parts of the world, you know, all oh, other parts of the country, but like California, I'm like, yo, there's fucking everybody here, you know, Asians, brown fools, black fools, everybody's here, especially mm. down here. Yeah, especially yeah. down here. But so every once in a while, there's certain parts where you, you know, you would see them, and you're just like, where the fuck do these fools come from? So what's that? What's the interaction like? Because I mean, like personally, we've been to a bunch of shows, but we never seen that shit happen. I saw yeah. once, but like, I or, like, Orange I, County, San Diego, you see them. I mean, one time, uh, they even pulled up at the rec center one time, actually, which really? is like, yeah, I was like, whoa. Like, these motherfuckers, you know, trying to, like, act tough. Yeah, so it was, it was I mean, and dude, there, there was a Sabalba show where they actually pulled up and tried to go into our show. We're like, yeah, I, I straight up told them, I was like, hey, you should not come to this show because it's not going to go over well. Not a visual ball. I was like, I'm Yeah, I appreciate you saying, like, nice like that. We played, <laughs> <laughs> we played a chain reaction and they, and they, like, showed up and I was like, this dude had 1488. And I was just like, you know, you're at the wrong show. And, uh, <laughs> and what happened, happened. <laughs> but that was that. Was that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, just, it was just so weird to, I never thought I would ever, in, you know, grow it. When, you go in, when you're in high school and you, you grow up in communities that are, are very multicultural, you never expect that shit, you know? Yeah. So I never witnessed that until I went to a punk show, you know? But it was it was very, like, certain areas where they would come to you know and it's just like I don't know it was crazy yeah and then also you uh, you have the I uh, wanted to ask the the album of uh, Madre Mia Gracias Por Los Dias like <laughs> obviously you know you know um, is it is referred to the Virgin right to the Virgin Mary or is it like uh, no it's referred it's referred to my mother <laughs> okay and uh, Madre Mia yeah. and like what 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 basically made you come up with the not only as a song but as an album name I think when when those first two records we wrote I don't know, dude, like, if you ever go through those lyrics and read them, it was fucked up. Yeah. Like, it was, it was like, a, I mean, it was, like, after high school, it was just a period of my life where I was just, like, it was just, it was just years of just fucked up, you know? And, and not necessarily because shit was bad in my life, but I think, you know, a lot of the things that you, a lot of things that you saw as a kid, did as a kid... A lot of the hardships finally catch up to you as an adult, you know? Because I think when you're a kid, you're just going through the motions. You don't re realize how things are fucked up. So you get to a certain point where, like, oh, shit, that was, like, you know, like, that wasn't really easy or whatever. And uh, that title specifically, I, you know, the, the I think the lyric was, Madre mía, gracias por Dios. Aunque sea que los restos de mis días serán una pesadilla. And it was just like, yo, dude, like, Cause, you know, I saw you work so hard to get me where I'm at and how much you fucking struggled to, you know, she was a single mother, how much you struggled and how much, 
in reality, it sucked, you know, to to be in the situation. So I was like very grateful for her, but I was like, dude, the rest of the man, I, I was still in a position where I like fucking hated life, you know. It's like even though you did so much, life still sucks, <laughs> you know. No. And it was a it was a really weird place to live in because at that when you have that mentality, you you're fucking careless, you know. Nah, but that's like everyone. Like I I can relate to that. It was like early twenties, right? Yeah. Then we're coming out of high school and just like all the growing pains of like, what the fuck do I do to my life? Or, yeah. Like, you just... know, or I'm I'm feeling useless and shit. Like, yeah. You know. Just trying to find a way to channel that energy, I feel like. So it was a, it was a very negative time, but it was also, I obviously learned from it, you know? Because, you know, at that point, I was just like, fuck, dude. It, I think if it wasn't for me playing in a band or playing Shababa and getting these emotions out, who knows what else I would have done, you know? <laughs> mm. You know, I could have yeah. gone a whole, whole other way. Yeah, definitely, too. I mean, a lot of people, like, feel the same way, like, even me personally about, like, hardcore being a community and, like, a mm -hmm. sort of, like, like avenue to give meaning to your existence, pretty much, and, like, something to do, like, a yeah. sense of community and, like, you know, well-being. Yeah. And I, like, also went to, you know, the, the house at Murph's. Yeah. And also, like, I was, like, so grateful because, like, I remember, like, thinking, like, because I remember, like, the, like actually the punk in my, specifically, my area is just kind of, like, there's, like, not even houses. Like, it's just, like bunch of factories and like yeah. and then like I've, like once i go to more her side it's like okay there's like more houses the more you go like to the right yeah and then i remember thinking like fuck well there's no shows and there's there shouldn't be shows because no one's gonna pull up you know and i remember like actually i live like down the street is a project mm -hmm. so i remember like a bunch of punks used to pull up you know a bunch of shows but then like gangs took over and they want the shows so i was like man like like if i want to go to show like every time like the 1720 like i have to take the train you know i get on yeah. the train and, and then i get there and then i remember thinking like like well 1720 is a little bit like doesn't have hardcore shows all the time so i was like fuck and then i was like and i remember I was just going on instagram and then like finding murph's place and i was like yeah like yeah because like yeah, you know like my mom would be like oh like you got to come back home and i'm like like sometimes you know now it's not as much but i'd be like fuck i just like hop on it like i would like wrist would stop playing i would like jump on the train like run you know home like get on this like start running away from home you know like going to home you know yeah i was like and yeah like it's i get that what you mean yeah <clears throat> i think that you know here i think when you're young you figure out any way to get to a show. I remember being a kid and be like, hey, can I get a ride to the show? And mom be like, no, nah, fuck no. Where's that, Corona? <laughs> so then you just get, I'd be like, get a ride from like older homies and just be like, hey, can I get a ride? Yeah, you know? You gotta hop in the trunk. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I remember once I told her, I'm like, oh, like, let's go see, I think Mind Force and regular. And I was like, let's go. And she's like, and she's like, oh, I gotta be home at a certain time. And I was like, yeah, like, it's on, like, technically, it's near the train station. And I always in my head, I was like, if it's near the train station, we're good. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if we take, like, three trains. And then I was like, and I remember, like, it was, like, not that close. Yeah. And then I remember, like, like oh, like, shit, like, regularly finished playing. Like, let's, we ran, like, to the train station. And they're like, okay, don't worry, because we take this train, then we get that train, then we get home. Yeah. And, then she, and then we just, like, got, like, a whole hour late. Oh. And shit, like, that. I'm like, fuck, like, you know, like, I didn't think about it. Like, at the time, I was like, okay, it's near the train station. We'll get there. Where, where, where was the show at? at the monk's pace and like i went from like all the way from like oh, sausage yeah, yeah, station yeah, yeah. and I, so basically i took like to like seventh and seventh like to some others like yeah. to wherever it was that's yeah crazy. and that's crazy but yeah so like now you you guys released años del infierno yeah and i'm pretty sure that's like uh i feel like you know you're older you know so i'm uh, like i'm guessing that's like an accurate album title for now you know like yeah especially now definitely yeah it's the first i think it's the first record i written sober Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> are, you, are you sober now or like just for the for the writing? For the, for the actual writing right. process. Um, and I think it, it, lyrically it's a little bit more positive. It's a little bit more 
conscious of what I'm writing, you know, and not not necessarily personal. You know, where the records before everything was like very personal and very dark. I think this is the first record that is a representation of the past fucking decade and how I feel about you know the current state of our world and and also just conscious of like not not necessarily just me but who we are as a as a band and people you know so it was very I think it's the first record that was just a little bit more you know not not selfish you know you're happy with the record overall or yeah it's a, it. it's the, is it is this the record you're happiest with the most yeah, because it's it's definitely if you listen to it, it's like straight up more death metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it, yeah. bro. When this dropped and everyone's like, "Yo, this is like a death metal fucking banger," I was like, "Yo, yeah. let me listen to this." And like, it literally sounds like like just like a like yeah, like a black metal or whatever, like yeah. harder version of what you guys have done. So it was like it was cool to do that because it was like, all right, there's like lyrically like some patterns like Jason like helped me out with like patterns. I was like, all right, I'm gonna like try something different you know? yeah like there's some hooky like, yeah. screaming parts that it's like oh you know when it comes and like you just yeah. want to grab that mic you're like ah, oh, yo yeah. so I was like I was, I was stoked to I'm, I'm stoked on the, on the record you know oh. and I'm like eager to write another record because I'm like okay like I like I like this new direction you know I but, mean also the album is like because Hasta La Muerte that album is like or Gracias Madre Mía Por Los Dios it's like you can, you can see, like, the, that, like, you know, long-haired guy, that long-haired yeah. death metal dude, and you can see a hardcore kid, you know? That's for both. But then this, I'm like, no, nah, like, this is straight up, like, yeah. put your fucking horns up and, like, just bang your head, you know, with your yeah. long hair, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, I mean, yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully it does well. Yeah. And uh, so, as a band, you know, like, like you say, been around for 15 years, you know, you guys all, like, I'm, I've seen, you know, you guys have gone to Mexico quite a bunch of times, and, like, I guess you, I saw an interview, you guys went to El Salvador, you know, like, you had, like, this whole crazy, like, shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. Did. You know, how, how, um, how's, like, how's, like, the, you know, people receiving over there, you know, like, when I mean, you go to Mexico? Mexico's fucking awesome. Every, I mean, we play, we always play Mexico City, Guadalajara, or we play TJ a lot. We play Puebla. But Mexico City shows are just crazy. They're yeah. fine. Uh, and, and it's cool, because everybody, like, you know, not only is it, like, a you know, a band from the States, but they're just, like, eager to, like, see a band that they can, like, talk to, you know? Because we all speak Spanish. Like, oh, shit, like... So that's uh, that's pretty cool for... They're, they're, like... It's always cool to go there and just be able to, like, relate to people, you know? Yeah. Well, a lot of the times here, you play a show, and it's just like, oh, cool, a band, you know? Yeah. There, people are, like, fucking stoked to, like, yo, that was sick, you know? Because they, they don't get to see bands yeah. music all the time, you know? Yeah, I think you guys are, like... Cause actually, this is gonna this is gonna connect. Uh, I remember I was into like this band called Fit for an Autopsy, like really, like really into them. Yeah, they're awesome. And, yeah, and I remember that like like I saw an interview and I was like, he's like, yeah, like shit, I was that fat, that man's fucking sick. And I was like, like I never heard these guys. Like it sounds like it sounds like I'm like this sounds like could be Spanish. And like I, I searched you guys, I was like, oh, this is sick. But I was like, how did like you know? I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is like this is like I feel like. You know, you, like, you can only... Like, this is something, like, you live in Mexico and you get into it from the band that's in Mexico, you yeah. know? Like, and then... And that, to me, it's, like... Like, that, to me, is crazy because, like, I, like you know, I lived in TJ, like, as older, like, yeah. you know, for a year. And then, like, I see how most of the kids there and, like, everybody that listens to heavy music is, like, oh, I'm into, like... I'm into Slayer, Slipknot, you know? Like, motherfuckers was, like... I, I remember, like I said, I brought this in another podcast. My, uh... What was it? My mom's ex-boyfriend, you know, saw Terror. Mm-hmm. And then, like... Everybody was like that. Like, you know, nobody was like, whatever. You know, Terror here, probably most of the U.S., you know, people are going to pop off. But then motherfuckers are playing, are paying, like, shit ton of pesos for, like, seeing Slayer. I mean, not Slayer, like, Megadeth at the El Estadio, you know, like, the yeah. Tijuana, you know? I'm like, that's the kind of, like, I'm like, 
you know, you guys gotta like support. You know, I think you guys are like not even that underground. You know, you guys are like, but you guys, you know, um, you guys, uh, you get, like me- people in Mexico could like pop off to you guys. You yeah, know? yeah, it's it's cool to see that. You know, I mean, it's cool that you hear because I actually sing on a fit for an autopsy song. Oh, uh, which one? <sighs> Bud Dry. I think it's called. Oh, Bud yeah. Dry. The but, system is dead. Yeah. Gone to my yeah. Dude, that's a hard ass song. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I've actually been friends with the with Pat, who writes most like, writes a lot of the music for Fit for an Autopsy. So it's like we've always talked about touring together, and I just yeah, I mean, that'd be that'd be sick. We talk about it all the time, but us tour like I don't know. So all the touring is just like I haven't seen I haven't seen Fit for an Autopsy. Since I was like like in middle school, and like it's it's hard playing with that band because like. They're so technically fucking good. Yeah. There's like, you know, going back to a lot of that deathcore stuff, a lot of it is just like, oh, this is cheesy, but then you, when you see a band like Fit for an Autopsy that's like, yo, these motherfuckers Like play. they actually play it. Like yeah. they're so good as, as musicians. You're like, man, fuck this. How am I supposed to play <laughs> yeah. that after this shit? The, yeah. the drummer, uh, what's his name? Ho- just, Ho- Jose? Yeah, that guy's like, Dude. that guy's like into drumming like that I've never seen anymore. Yeah. Like he's like, oh yeah, I'm listening to like just someone play bongos. And I'm like, and like I'm like, what the fuck? Like he like he's just listening to like yeah. the pattern. Like I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like yeah. So when you see bands like at that level, at yeah. that level, when they're like extremely good musicians, I uh, now, I think now that I'm older, you act, actually listen, and I'm like, oh fuck, this band's good, you know? Like, yeah. And shit like that. Like Meshuggah's probably one of my fucking favorite bands. Like watching them that's play, you're just like as fuck. the drummer. I'm just like, what are you? <laughs> and also like how they think like you know like because most bands like oh here's a record let's, let's just put a set you know let's track it but then like that band like I remember the first track of the, the previous album Hydra yeah. like it's like they knew we're gonna start off you know and you just like when I saw them live it's like the drums like dun 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 and like everybody you know like, every, like they know what how the audience is gonna receive and how to you know play it to yeah. so that to me is another level yeah they're they're a great band man that's that uh, sick yeah it's uh, hopefully a band we get to tour with or play a show with someday. 2021, the vaccine is here. Is it here? Uh, I got approved like today. Supposedly, it's coming from Belgium. Hot off the press. Are you gonna take? Are you gonna take it or no? I don't fucking know. I don't know. It's mind control. I mean, I do want shows. You know, I do like. I do like. Yo, give it to me right now. <laughs> Maybe, I, now we need a vaccine for TikTok to make people immune to watching TikTok. <laughs> oh, what yeah. we really need. I feel like my girlfriend's like, you're gonna take the vaccine? I'm like, yeah, fuck it, let's go, let me take it. <laughs> yeah, like, we want, I want shows. Like, I want I've already to- stuffed enough drugs in my, in my fucking body, <laughs> fuck it, let's Right, every, every fucking crust punk story, let's do it. If this kills me, but well, whatever. <laughs> and what's, uh, what's your crazy tour story? What's, what's the craziest, like. Oh, God, dude. So, Bobby needs to write a book one day. What? <laughs> a documentary, you know? That, like, that many? Oh, dude, that that's bad. Say- I wish I wish we like had someone traveling with us, documenting and taking pictures, and just because we actually we talk about it all the time. We can like, actually make that happen. Get, get that guy Ruben from Targa. I literally I, I, I just gotta because I I actually started writing it out and realizing how how much work goes into like writing a book or yeah. a zine. It's like dude, it's a lot of work. But as a band, like oh, we need to write a book of like all our stories because it's it's been fucking crazy. But favorite tour story. Or so not make it that long. What's your What's your favorite country and what and what's and why and because why uh, you know Japan Japan I fucking love Japan I want to go to Japan Japan is like it doesn't even it's so it's such a culture sh- it's the first place in the world that I've been to it's like a culture shock because it's like everything's different it's like it's so surreal to go there and it's just like it's nothing like anywhere else in the world like you go to Tokyo and you're just like buildings and cars and everything's like 
it's like the fucking future. You know, every everything you touch and order, and it's just like, it's fucking crazy. It's also true, like, you know, when you play it, it's like, you know, what the fuck's up? You know, they just stay quiet. So, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Japan's crazy. The shows are awesome. They're crazy. You play a song, everybody's going crazy, and as soon as you're done, everybody's, like, silent and stops. And we're just like, fuck, are we that bad? <laughs> And, no, and I asked my friend, like, like, is this normal? He's like, yeah, yeah. Like, they're just very respectful. They're like, they want to hear but what you have to say. They keep quiet. It's not like here where people talk through your set. Yeah. And recording, like, like on Instagram. People, you know, like... people are just quiet. And they're, like, listening to what you have to say. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is weird. Whoa. But, yeah, Japan's probably my favorite place. One what, what of my favorites. That's actually not a, a good story. But <laughs> when we played Japan, Jason and I got arrested there. And it was a, a pretty funny, <laughs> pretty funny uh, interaction because, obviously, Two brown foods getting arrested in Japan. <laughs> trying to get out of it was was pretty hilarious. <laughs> I can imagine um, like all the language barrier. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. On top of that, we're both like blacked out drunk. And then yeah, I, man, you don't understand. Like we got, you know, we got players. Like, well, at one point, Jason looks at me. He's like, "Fuck it, let's just fight these fools." Yo. <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, what?" And I'm like, "Look at him." He's like, "Dude, look how big they are." I was like, "Now you're just being racist, dude." He's like, you, t- you tell me to fight the cops? And he's like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just fight them and do it. We'll make a run for it. And for a second, I was like, yeah, yeah, let's fight these fools. And I was like, wait, no, they're cops. And yeah. like, they, like, not only do they have weapons on them, they probably could beat our whole ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> they probably have like five motherfuckers coming like, right yeah. at the door. Right? I was like, yeah, I'm not fighting the cops. <laughs> but I was like. Uh, that would have been funny actually fighting them. And like, uh, what weird. is all going to happen? Zibalba trapped in Japan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got arrested. And there's cells. Like, if you ever meet, you know, if you go to. If you ever go to Asia and fly in, like, any Asian airline or go, I mean, net, for the most part, they're they're small people. So everything's fucking tiny. So, like, the cell is, like, a four-by-four four cell. Really? And me and Jason are both similar size. Holy shit. And we're just like, dude, fuck this, you know? <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. yeah. So I'm pretty sure, you know, you talked about small, like, a lot. You know, yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, so let's talk about so I was booking, you know? Uh, yeah. How did like at what point in your life did you wanted to start this? Why? No. What? Um, what's the idea behind it? I, didn't, I mean, I never really wanted to start it. <laughs> oh really? No, it just happened. We when I was a kid, I think I was a sophomore or freshman in high school, and uh, obviously at that point I was already going to shows all the time, but like playing shows and but uh, you know, a very traditional hardcore DIY aesthetic. Everybody books their own shows, you know. And I, we had a, we used to, me and my buddy used to work at a YMCA. They were like, hey, can we have band practice across the street? And it was like a gymnasium. It was like a, what's it called? A fucking, uh, when people do acrobats and shit. Oh, okay. So yeah. it, was a, it was a YMCA gymnasium. They're like, oh, let's book some shows. And like, I was like, oh, okay, fuck it, you know? So my friend John and Scott, who plays in Sabala too, would book shows. And then like, you know. And I just kept booking shows since. I just, for some reason, it just never stopped. And just put a name oh. on it. Oh, you put a name of it? Well, like... the, the place we, we used to have used to be called the SOS Project. Oh, okay. Oh. So that's what we started. And then after that, I kept booking shows at, at Showcase and then Pomona. And then I never meant for it to be a thing. You know, it's just like, you know, you when you book shows, you know, someone's like, oh, hey, can you book my band? And then when you play in a band, when you play other parts, like, hey, like, you know, you, like a band, you know, we, the first time we played out east, in New York, you know, the dudes from Backtrack actually helped us out a lot. Mm. They, like, picked us up. They're like, you know, hey, man, like, you know, like, them and Suburban Scum took care of us. And, like, hey, when we go out, out to the West, can you guys book a show? And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, and it was just one of those things that it just kept going and it still keeps going to this day. 
Uh, it was never on purpose, but it, but it's one of those things. Like it's not my job, but I I do it just because it's like I like hardcore, I like punk, you know. Yeah. I've never, if you noticed, our shows have never. Sometimes every once in a while we branch out to do other things, but we never purposely try to like make money or like expand to be like, oh, let's do a fucking crazy festival or let's, let's bring a stage. Oh, fuck you! Yeah. This next show, let's book like this pyro, band, this bro. big metal band. Yeah. And it was never, yeah, it was never a business. It was never a job. It's literally just us booking shows, and we just kept doing it because hey, we wanted to book our friends band or something, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know. A lot of the times, people are like, oh, you know, you could make money off this. I'm like, yeah, but it's just not my... It's not your thing, you know? It's not my thing, you know? And actually, now, I mean, you know, it, they're, they're not going to hear we end up cutting this off, but we can cut this off if you yeah. want. Uh, you know, now you remind me of SS Booking. Why, why fuck the union and why fuck integrity? Oh, hell yeah. You, you can, can tell me. You, yeah, you can tell me or you, we can fuck Fuck integrity because... <sighs> trying to narrow this down the easiest way. So I used to I used to work at that space and um, something happened where, you know, a show happened, show played. Something happened where you know obviously I don't know how to say it. Just say not, it. Not caught. We, we don't have to put that line. Yeah. Wanted. Something happened where you know people got arrested. Things things happened, and um, because of that, because I was you know booking the shows or because it was a hardcore show, you know they're like. Oh, like you know, we're not paying. We're not paying the bands. Mm. I was like, yeah, you can't do that. Like, whatever happens as a venue or in the space has nothing to do with the bands playing. So they didn't pay the bands mm. that night, which is and they're like, and they're big bands or like small. It doesn't matter. But ba- backtrack, I think holy backtrack, shit, terror. Band. These motherfuckers are touring and you don't want them paying. So it's like these dudes are like depend on that money, you know? Like that's how they get to the next city. So as a fu- as a fuck you. To hardcore and fuck you to me they didn't pay the fucking bands and I was like yo man like it's not cool you can't fucking do that you know at that point I quit I was like dude I just whatever it is what it you know it is what it is so when integrity came around I was like hey man just so you know like punks and hardcore kids we don't fuck with that space because they screw they, you know if you screw one of you screw one of us over you screw everybody over you know yeah it's a pretty tight and you know and and you know we're like hey man like you know it's, you know, like, I, I, we, Sabala already had a show at 1720, and we played a show that same day. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, man, like, you know, come play here. You get all the money. You know, we're local. We don't give a fuck. Keep all the money. Didn't respond to us. Didn't want to talk to us. Just pretty much straight fuck, said fuck us. And I was like, all right, whatever, dude. Like, fuck you guys. Like, and their show was whack, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, going to say, this is LA was thrown, like, to, like, hey, fuck you, we're going to have to throw a badass show here? Or we, what? No, we already had a show. Oh, like, okay. but, but either way, I was like, obviously, if you're not, if you're not going to sit here and listen to the people that are part of this community and fuck with it, you're, you're only fucking yeah, yourself because yeah, yeah. your show was whack. And, yeah, yeah. you know, literally a mile down the street, fucking, there's, like, you know, almost, like, 1,200 kids popping off. Like, could have been your show. Exactly. You know? That's crazy. So, yeah. That's fuck, weird. Yeah. Do you think, they, is there, like, a reason behind it they weren't spawned? Just, like, straight up? No, because they didn't care. They just cared about the money. They're like, oh, we like we want to look good and play this venue. It was like, first of all, kids don't fuck with that venue. Yeah. Second of all, you know, people that are, like, you're a hardcore band. Play play with the, you know, the yeah. hardcore kids. So, yeah, fuck integrity. Yeah, fuck that band. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. now that I know, I'm like, yeah, I can say fuck that band. Yeah, I'm yeah. straight up. Matt Yeah, I, mean, I was just like, yeah. I really liked them in the first place, then whatever. You know, I, dude, I, I Lisa Love and Terry, great records, great band, but it's just like for them to not give a shit about 
the people of LA and like the community and the hardcore community, it's just it's like it's a slap to our face. Like you know, all right, the fuck you, don't play. Yeah. So, whatever. And uh, you know, besides that's what's booking, you're also and besides survival, but you also uh, you're you do a uh, production, right? Something like. Yeah. Explain it exactly because I don't know, but what you could explain that. So over the years, because of playing music and playing so many fucking shows and playing so many venues, I kind of got the gist of what a venue looks like, how it runs, how audio works, lighting. And I started running venues, you know, I started production manager venues, one of them being Union, you know, now I do Observatory and other places. But uh, because of that, I've learned so much about the music and, like, the technical side of it that now I do, um, essentially my title is a production manager, so now I, I do a lot of production management for, you know, other, co- like, you know, venues, artists, festivals. What that means essentially is just, like, you know, dive into either the design or making sure everything works or putting it, putting everything together. So now it's cool because it's like, you know, because of music and me playing shows, it's I've been able to make money in a career sense, you know? Like, now it's my career to go work a big music festival or go, you know... You, you've toured, right? Yeah, we've toured a bunch, yeah. No, like, you, like, that's just... Yeah, as a production manager, yeah, that's, just, that's what I normally do nowadays. That's like, crazy. I, Can you name some of the, like, the projects you've been... Uh, I'm, now, guessing, I'm guessing DJs, right? Yeah, now, we're, now I work for DJs, so it's like, uh, I work... Two of the main guys is uh, Dylan Francis, R.L. Grime, so crazy. and then, like, festivals and, like... So, like, stuff way out of your world. Oh, yeah, 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 like, not, just... You're not doing a fucking yeah, Metallica, you know? Yeah, some hip-hop artists, too. So, it's, like, uh, like last night, I did, we did a Sway Lee last night. Holy shit, that's but, crazy. Uh, but, yeah, I just, like, I like I like putting a show together. I like watching it, you yeah. know? That's like, really cool how you've taken, like, just an approach to, like, DIY to actually expanding it and, like... You know, using like a professional mindset and building a career off of it, yeah, and not just sticking to it like a DIY. Like even even though you you approach it as like you don't want to make you don't want your passion projects like the booking shows to make money, you still approach it. I think that's really cool how you still approach it from a professional yeah yeah, mindset, yeah, yeah. like state of mind. It's so a like, it's a whole different you know it's a whole different world from from me being in a band and playing shows. But uh, it's I mean it's cool. I mean right now it's not cool because I can't play a fucking can't yeah do a show but are you guys doing like the drive-in stuff or like the what so, yeah I mean, some people are doing the drive-ins but it's just not it's, it's not, really, not, it's not you can't compare it you know you can't compare it it's not sustainable the, yeah. the amount of money it costs to do that shit it's like yeah I remember last year for the show that was like my first ever like I think that was like the breaking point where like I just like I need to go to shows because before I'd be like oh like there's a show here like there's a show here oh go to a Merce place you know only and I'm like oh, like I remember taking the train like being cold I'm like fuck but yeah. this is cool like, you know I was like you took the blue line the whole way yeah I was, and then like you know how like it was like down the street yeah. I was like fuck like I remember the first day I was like I'm bringing a sweater I was like fuck I was just like freezing cold and shit yeah but not to bring it back I guess like now that you know no, no, of course. The, the listeners know you know who Nate is you know more about Nate we could bring it back you know to connect to that to your roots you know you know, because I remember, like, I think growing up Mexican, you know, growing, growing up in general, you know, like, Latino, mm-hmm. you kind of, you know, you kind of get told, like, Ponte Trucha, you know, like, yeah. Ponte, like, Ponte Vivo, mijo, you know, like, yeah. straight up, because, like, it's kind of a little bit, you know, I, w- I don't want to say, like, oh, you're brown, you know, you're going to have your heart, you know, but kind of is, you know, certain people, for most people, and I think, you know, did that ever cross your mind, like, hey, like, Ponte Vivo, you know, like, got to do something out of you, you know, got to eat. And you know what, it's true, you know, because mostly in the music industry, it's a lot of the people, you know, most of us, like, I went to college. You know, I went to college. Oh, for you graduated? 
Yeah, my you know my degrees in kinesiology. I don't oh. do, I don't do shit for that. <laughs> Only shit I know that. What the uh, fuck? You know, after that, I you know I went to work for the fire department. I became a fireman. I went to fire academy. Oh, you know? fuck. And the thing is with the music industry, it's the cool thing about that is that you can be anybody or anyone from any walk of life, and that's the place where you literally. You know, it's not like, oh, do you, do you have enough degrees? Or, oh, hey, what's what's your credentials? Who do you know? Who signs off on you? A lot of it's, you know, you have to prove yourself, you know? And, and you know, as a Latino, do I feel like sometimes I do have to work a little bit harder than most people? Yeah. But that's just in our culture, just to work hard. Yeah. You know, I never looked at it as like, oh, like, fuck, I'm brown. I have to work harder because no, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I have to. It's just naturally. Like, yeah. it's, it's in my nature. It's in my character to just be like. You know what? I want to do this really well, and I want to learn about this as, as best as I can, so I could do this. You know? Yeah. And uh, and I think I think when you're able to work like that, it shows off that you're like, oh shit, this dude actually is trying or doing what he's doing. Even though like it might take us long, you know, like there's certain things that like I didn't go to school for this. Fuck, I'm gonna have to learn it the hard way. Mm-hmm. Where there is people that are like, oh yeah, I went to college to learn this. I'm like, oh, well, I did it. I fucking just tried it figured it out you know yeah that's such a flex meeting someone who has like a de- degree in something yeah. but you're like doing what they want and a to fireman do, I, was like, yeah. like, I, didn't, I didn't expect that I was like, yeah I did it for four years and then Sababa ruined my life yeah <laughs> straight up nah straight up like hardcore has like all walks man we got like yeah. fireman baristas and who knows what, all kinds of shit <laughs> yeah. yeah all literally all walks of life I told myself cause when I stopped doing it I was like oh like cause we got offered a tour in Europe I was like, fuck, I want to go to Europe. I've never been. And I was like, yeah, let's, you know, fuck, you know, I'm going to take a year off. And, like, you know, I'll come from back. From the fireman? Yeah, from the fire okay. department. I was like, I'll come back. Because I, I was a seasonal at that point. And I was like, oh, I'll come back, you know. Because when you're a seasonal firefighter, you just, you know, you work the summers, essentially. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll come back, you know. And I just, I've been on tour since. That's it. <laughs> Damn. Damn, that's it. So, that's it. That was it, you know. So, so when you guys load in as Shababa, is it like as dialed in, like as the fire, as the fire department? Because I know they're like their shit's like everything's in order, oh, ready to go. It's the opposite. It's the coolest fucking thing. Everything's dialed into the T. Yeah. Shababa, nothing is fucking dialed. <laughs> <laughs> everything's just like thrown in the back of the van, like fuck it. Dude, it's there's even times where we show up and like our base. I think the last dude one time we played here, and I live right there, and our bass player is like, "Fuck, I didn't bring a bass." <laughs> and I was oh, like, I never meant to risk. Yeah, and I was like, "We're headlining." We're like, "What do you mean you didn't bring a bass?" He's like, "Fuck!" And I think oh, I felt so bad. We played with. Uh, well, I can't think of the beds. I can't. Whatever. Was it that free show? Uh, was it a free show? Yeah, uh, uh, seizures played. I think maybe. seizures. Someone else. I can't. I don't know. I can't think of the name. I thought it was in Anaheim at the time. I was like, "I'm gonna go," and I was like, yeah. "Oh, it's a bar." It's and then like it's like I thought it was in Anaheim because I I read it. Yeah. I was like, "I'm not going." No. I can't, I can't remember. When the headliner got to ask for a bass, like, can we so, borrow your bass? Well, no, not only. So he doesn't have a bass. So he goes up the band before us that we're headlining. He's like, hey, man, can I borrow your bass? And the guy's like, I guess. He's like, also, can I borrow your hat and your cab? <laughs> Literally just went up and I was like, wait. With the same setup? <laughs> Everything. Didn't even break down. Just I was like, like, all right, tight. <laughs> dude, the amount of, oh, dude, the amount of times. And there'll be times like we'll travel. You know, we'll travel across the country. I'm like, you know, cool. Like, you know, bring your guitars and shit. And there's been times where, like, I think our old guitar player was just like, hey, man, my guitar's fucked up, so I just didn't bring it. 
and I'm like, wait, what are you gonna do? He's like, I don't. Hopefully, like someone lets me bother theirs. I'm like, oh my god. Dude. Hopefully, every 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 stop, someone's just gotta, a, hit, just gotta hit a pawn shop. It's, it's the wild west when it comes to Shababa shows because you never know what you're gonna get, you know. And yeah, like uh, you know, you got. Uh, I remember like the that cold music video. Mm-hmm. Like that was like probably a changing point for me because like you always hear music you always hear like oh they have Spanish so that's Spanish cool yeah. when I saw music I'm like yo this shit straight up look like something from the hood so, like, yeah like so, I was like, <laughs> like especially that image where like you guys are cooking like like um how was that like sausages or chorizo yeah, 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 yeah like I was like that's straight up like that's like it looks like you know from my pad like you know yeah. like where I live this yeah. and I was like so we used to Sababa so used to at one point we used to all live together in Pomona and that was we used to live there all together that was our living room Holy oh, shit. shit. So we all, that was a project housing that we also lived, dude, it was like two bedrooms, and I think we paid like fucking 700 bucks. Damn, son. So we all lived there, but also when, when you figure project housing, you know, there's also, cops don't go to there. Hmm. So I remember asking the landlord, I was like, yo, we're going to play a show in the living room. I was like, no one's going to call the cops, and no one did. And you see her in the music video, she comes and hangs out. She's like, keep it going. I was just because like, I, I was like, yo, like, we're going to play a show. And she's like, what? This is crazy. I was like, look, we're going to grill food. You know, everybody could come through, buy, get some food, get a bite to you. And she's like, fuck it. You know, run it. A <laughs> <laughs> landlord who was down to have the. Yeah, well, I, mean, yo, I mean, it's I mean, a project. Like, yeah, what, unheard did, of. what is she going to do? Yeah. And she was cool, but also, like, the cops aren't, the cops aren't coming. And the cops didn't come. So, like, we we threw a show in our living room, played a show, barbecued, and, like, that was the first point. Like, dude, by, like, 7 p.m., it was, like, a party. Like, we, we already finished playing, and everybody's been drinking. I was like, dude, this is crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, that was actually where we lived. It was our house. Yeah, I was <laughs> our, like, that, our, I remember that apartment. music video, and, like, just seeing the, like, I think it was from running or whatever, like, other people. I'm like, this was, like, straight up, like, like, these people's are, like, like, this feels like, uh, when you, I think we were, like, and another music video, I think I saw in a month, they have like a hat or something, like a Raiders hat or somewhere I've seen it. I'm like, dude, this one doesn't look like he, he's a rocker at all. Like, <laughs> he just looks like, I don't know, like, like hangs out with my dad or something. Like, you know, like, you know, something like yeah. that. Uh, you know, also like uh, the bassist from running out, Benji, like, I was like, dude, you look like, I, like I've probably seen you. Like, it feels like I've seen you, you know, like the, yeah. like, the hat and everything. Price him out of show for sure. I'm like, yo, this is someone's Theo on the mic. Yeah, <laughs> straight up, yeah. like Theo like, Nate on the mic. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, wait, but yeah, bring it back to the music. Like, what was the approach of that music video? Like, what do you guys just want to show? Like a raw, like this is the energy of like the music, or because like we were talking about like band, like hardcore bands, especially and how they their approach to music videos, or what, yeah. what's the importance of it? Or, like, there, what what were you guys thinking about in there, making that? There was zero approach. Just ignorance. We like we figured, oh, let's film a music video in our living room, and our friend who filmed it and put it together. He's like, he's like, I don't know what to do. So he just put all this shit together, and that's what came it out. It does not know? look like they didn't know what to do. He's just like, <laughs> it just looks, I think this looks look cool, good. right? I was like, yeah, I guess. I don't care. Like, I mean, it's not like you can really get creative or artistic with that. It's just literally us hanging out. So. Yeah, yeah it's, like the, it's like the most authentic like I've seen, you know. Does that even happen at all? Like, often, like, we're like, oh, this will, like, I know it's happened to me. We're like, oh, this will, like, you know, this brown mustache, you know, like, hey, what's up, perro? And, like, he comes, and he's like, and he's like, oh, like, I know a little bit of Spanish. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, like. <laughs> Why are you saying that? Yeah, like, no, I'm like, no, like, and he's just like, I'm like, dude, you're like, no, like, I say it to them because I'm thinking, like, oh, they're like, you yeah. know, like, he's brown, you know, this was Mexican, you know, and yeah. like, I grew up, like, for a long time, you know, I didn't see white people, like, almost at all. Like, I remember the first time I was like, whoa, like, I realized this was when I saw, like, terror, like, at, like, 17 times, like, yo, like, there's a lot of white people that I've never, like, been around this much white people. And, like, yeah. you go to, like, outside, probably, like, 
fucking, you know, downtown and buy shit, you know, the sky owners, you probably see one, you know, or two. Yeah. And that's, like, the most exposure I got. But then, like, you know, so when I came to hardcore, I would be like, oh, like, you know what's up, man? Like, you know, like, yeah. with a bunch of, like, oh, like, I'm from, actually, from, like, this part, you know, I, I'm kind of like, I don't really know, like, you know, I'm, like, I'm second generation, I'm like, fuck. I'm not that Mexican. Yeah, like, I'm not that Mexican. I'm not that Mexican. <laughs> you know, like, sick. But. Pretty much. That's it. But yeah, man, what's like, what's the future? What's what, what's coming up? I know, like, you guys just released like the SOS, uh, the next like season of like like mat- matinees kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so that's like the next um, live stream. We're yeah. doing a bunch of live streams. Sabalba next weekend is doing like another live show. Oh yeah. I mean, that's that's like, just, you, get your are you guys like literally just like it's feeling? free? No, I know, but like I see, like I, like that's one thing. I'm like uh, a lot of bands. Like I get you got to make your money. I'm like, oh, you guys are charging, like, you know, like, okay, like, I'm making yeah. my hardest fit to, you know, to get the ticket online. Who's charging, you know? like, 20, like, Gizm just charged, like, a $20 live stream. Yeah. Like, from Japan. And, and actually, yeah. it ended up on Pornhub. Ended up on Pornhub, and Foos are, like, <laughs> mad talking shit. Like, dude, it's, all these, like, want, like wannabe, like, like the fashion punks and shit. Should pay yeah. them, like, 20 bucks. Foos that have money. It's like, bro, yeah. we're watching this shit on Pornhub. Yeah. That's Y'all are sick. whack. Y'all are corny. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like it was on Pornhub. Yeah. No, we, like, you know, nothing against bands that charge for it, because, like, you know, I get it. People are, like, being being a musician and playing and working in music right now is probably it's fucking crazy right now you know like for me it's it's actually personally fucking scary you know like it's like a slap in the face on life you know yeah that I mean I just don't, I don't have a fucking job you know like yeah. you know going from like I work you know full time fucking have bills a mortgage it's like now I'm like fuck I can't pay my bills so being a musician right now is definitely hard and fucking scary. So people are doing these live streams simply to to get whatever fucking they what get whatever they can, you know. And for for us, you know, for me, I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm fortunate enough that I do work in the music industry where, like, you know, I, you know, I'm able to do this for literally t- literally costing me almost nothing. So I was like, you know, I'd rather not charge for it and try to make a profit. I'd rather just, like, say, fuck it, you know? Like, people want to watch some, some music and, like, you know, make it accessible for, you know, make it accessible for the people that can't afford it, you know? Make it accessible for kids that, like, you know? Yeah, I'm not paying that shit. I'm not paying Yeah, exactly. I'm not paying no live stream. I was like, dude, I, like, I can't pay for this. I got other shit to pay for, you yeah. know? Like... <laughs> You know? 20 bucks a live stream is nuts Like you're not paying 20 bucks for a show even Yeah like, sometimes in general We're yeah. tossing yeah. you a 5 We're tossing you a 5 To go to the punk show dude. Yeah exactly You know, you know 15 to, or 10 to the hardcore You know Yeah Yeah it's I mean whatever So kind of yeah well, people, are try, you know, people are trying that much I, I, I get it Because I know how much of money It costs to do those things But it's also like You know You know for certain bands Like you know, like if I'm gonna see something crazy with lights and shit like that, like yeah, like, fuck like it. Like Code Orange, yeah. No, not even that. Like fucking, like if I wanna see Metallica or Slayer, oh, like, yeah, I'm gonna pay twenty bucks for that. Yeah. But for a, a band like Shabab, I'm like, I don't wanna see Shabab on the screen. I wanna see it live. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So the best I can do is like, yo, here's it. Here it is for free. And know? even then, like, what? You usually like sit your ass down. You know, like yeah. Dun, 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 and I'm like, yeah. Who's like, like pulling what? out their phones yeah. in the middle of the live stream on yeah. Yeah. Instagram, not even watching it? Yeah. Yeah. I need yeah. to go to a restroom. Like, you know, like the music's still gonna be playing. Like, yeah. So like, it's, trying it's, to make it authentic. You know. Yeah. So it's it's. I mean, what's our merch table? It's a it's a love hate thing. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah, so is that, like, kind of the game plan, just, like, feeling out the, the matinee things as far as... I mean, to be honest, it's, more, it's mainly a hobby. I mean, it's the same yeah. thing you guys are doing, doing a podcast, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're... We're never going to make profit. Is, no, this is yeah, it's, like, it's, projects it's, of boredom. Yeah, it's, it's literally all it is. It's just, like, I'm fucking bored, and I need to do something to I keep mean, like, myself yeah, occupied. I mean, like, us and our homies, we've been, like, the when they first started, we were like, yo, yeah. this is so fucking cool. Like, they're doing some... Like, someone's holding it down for, yeah. like, the community and shit. Like, it's, that it's, was yeah, important. It's literally just to, like, I don't know, keep in conversation with bands and you know what bands like are doing you know not necessarily yeah, not yeah, it's definitely not a profit or for money just because i mean there's no fucking money to be made yeah you know nice. yeah your interviews are like straight up like oh, that 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 uh, uh section henry is just funny as like just straight up <laughs> yeah the dead heat interview was good or like the first couple were kind of nuts too it's just it's, i mean wally's interview was like I yeah, that, that was some like, real shit. Yeah, some real. I mean, obviously, that, I think that's my favorite one, and that and that's just because, like, you know, he's he's me and him have been friends since we were fucking children. You know, like since we're like really, like, we, we, children. Yeah. No, not children. We've been friends since like we were both probably fourteen. So we've been friends for a long time. We've been going to shows together for a long time. We're really good friends. So like, I you know, I know him. He also was my roommate. He lives with me. He was my roommate. So, like, we know each other on a very personal level where it's, like, you know, that's why it was cool to do that one as a first one just because I knew so much about him. But there's also so much I didn't know about him, you know, even though we're close friends and live together. There's a lot of things that people put in put in the dark that, you know, people don't know about him or I or why why we do things or why we don't do things, you know. And it was, uh, it was cool to, like, share that, you know. Yeah. You know, a lot of, <clears throat> I think a lot of the times when, like, when he got arrested, a lot of things that, piss me off and bum me out when people be talking shit and I'm like you ever fucking you ever, were you ever like raised in a, in a in a scenario where you're fucking hungry yeah. where you're literally digging out of the trash to eat cause I have yeah so until until you've been in that scenario where it's fucking where you don't understand struggling hey man I'll sell anything yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna sell you fucking yeah. weed I'm gonna sell you any drug if you're a fucking loser and you're gonna buy it fuck it I'll sell it to you. But if that means putting money on my table and putting money in my family for my family, sorry, dude. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, it's in general, that's, I think that's a topic we could talk about, you know. Uh, in hardcore, I don't know, I can't speak for other, you know, cultures or whatever, subcultures. You know, motherfuckers are very, like, I don't know, just I don't know how to say, like, you know, you could tell, you could easily tell, you know, when someone wants to rep something for this, you know, to try to act tough and when someone, like, you know, okay, like, it's coming, you know, it's taking the fucking train, taking the bus, you know? Or they think being mad at their parents is the struggle. Yeah. Like, bro, like, that ain't the struggle, bro. Like, yeah, like, there's reasons why. There's, like, uh, like that one, what's that, uh, uh, that neck face, like, with, uh, I'll gas my brakes, like, that quote, like, motherfuckers, there's, there, there's people here that need, that have some reason to cry or reason to scream, you know? Yeah. And that's, like, you know, also, like, the whole, like, I don't know if you've seen it, like, now, you know, like, with the internet, um, because I remember as a kid, you know, the internet was there, but it wasn't, like, still, like, as, like, popping, like, now, you know, I remember, like, and I brought this, like, like millions of times, like, motherfuckers will get down, you know, and you, like, you lose, you lose, you know, you got your ass beat, you know, that's it, you lost, and now it's, like, oh, like, you know, like, I gotta worry what the internet says, you know, I'm, like, I was, like, that's, that shit, like, that shit kind of bugs me, you know, because, yeah. you know, back then, like, you gotta be with someone, settle it, you get your ass beat, you won, you know, whatever, you know, like, you yeah. shake it off, now it's, like, Oh, they're gonna see this down on the internet, you know, motherfucker. Like, catch me here, catch me there. I'm like, you guys ain't doing shit. Yeah, I never, I never, you know, I think I'm lucky enough where I'm older where I, I don't pay attention to the internet. I'm pretty disconnected from it. How old are you? I'm 32. Oh, you're not that old, dude. I swear I thought you were older. No, I, swear, I thought you were like in your 40s or something, like almost 50. Don't, don't drink and do drugs, dude. <laughs> I'll make you look old. 
But so, uh, you're 32. Wait, you're, you're 32? Yeah. What the fuck? I thought you were 50. I thought you were like 40 or 50. 50, damn. And they're like 47. Back, I'm like, nah, dude. You don't look more than 18. Whoa, like, yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's stressful fucking age, you dude. 32. What the I'm still like, what the fuck? But, uh, but no, like, yeah, yeah like you. I, I've, I've never really been attentive to that shit, you know? I never really cared. And I still don't. But, uh, yeah. Those are just not being too much nowadays. Yeah. Have you, have you seen that Fool's Gone Wild? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's like, stop net banging. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I've never, like, you know, I, I don't know much of it because I just don't fucking pay attention to it. But I, you know, I did grow up in, a, in a, an environment where, like, dude, sometimes people just throw hands, dude. People have people have beef and some kind of stupid shit. It's like, yeah, yeah, go handle it. Don't, you know, fight it out. You know, it's I think Friday. You know, you get knocked out. Sometimes you don't. You know, fuck it. You live to mm-hmm. you live another day, and uh, and you know, not, it's not that I want to promote violence or promote that type of culture, but it's also like some some people need to get their ass whooped. Not a, yeah, definitely. But it's also just one of those things. Like you know, you don't need to live in this environment where people are constantly like picking shit apart that's unnecessary. Oh, okay, yeah, I get you. You know, picking yeah. shit apart like people arguing of the stupidest shit or causing some kind of like drama that's unnecessary it's so it's so unproductive like if you really want to be if you really want to want to live in a society that is you know if you really want to represent something then go fucking do it but make sure it has a fucking purpose you know you know people like over here talking bullshit online but yeah did you go march you go fuck a cop up did you go do something no you're just a fucking loser talking shit on the internet yeah what'd you do productive with your life nothing yeah so, you see that a lot of especially like in low-income communities you know like they don't have the education and i see you know like what the fuck you step on my shoes homie you know and then like but they're fighting right there you know like yeah it's it's, it's kind of sad you know but yeah so it's like for me it's like that that type of like environment i just i don't i don't feed into it and if someone you know, if, you know, you know. At a certain point, like if someone does want to fight, then fuck it, let's fight. You know, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. but but again, it's not something I want to promote or something I want to be like. Go look at something after you. Know? You don't. You know, nobody. I don't think you know, nobody wants to like. You know, or if, if, if you're that person that just like wants to fight, like you know, like I don't know, you're crazy. Like yeah, for no reason. You know, like you want to get your ass whooped in for free. I don't know. Yeah, little psychopath. But no, not yeah, nowadays. You just you know, I think uh, you know this. Weird, weird beef, you know, people have, and like, and also like, you know, I think when I, I don't, I don't know if it's still there, but when I was going to shows or backyard shows, there's always, there's always either these like party crews or like, there's always these like, party crews, yeah, party crews, but there's <laughs> also like the local hood dudes running shows, and they're just fucking whooping kids' their asses left and right. You're just like, God damn it, for what, you know? Uh, uh, but to, to bring it back to the marches real quick, I don't know. It was random, but we were. I was marching in West Hollywood, and then I saw you like eating Popeye's chicken. I was like, Oh, oh yeah! I was like, Oh, like, oh, Nate, I remember that. He was like walking with the drumstick. I was like, This is random as fuck. What's up? I was hungry, dude. dude. I know. I, was, we, I think we snack. We were walking for like four miles, four or five miles. Like, fuck, I need a snack. I just seen this fool with the drumstick. I was like, That's neat, huh? I was, I was like, What the fuck? I was like, yeah, I actually like, I had MGK like next to me. I was like, What the fuck? Like, that was weird. I was yeah. just like random. I mean, yeah. Like, like, I just look up and I was like, This motherfucker, tall as a motherfucker. Or like just like with the big ass hands, like what's up, man? I was like, all right, what's up? Pop, dude, Popeye's chicken's bomb. Popeye's, Popeye's chicken is the churches or Popeye's? Popeye's, Popeye's, yeah, for sure. Popeye's. <laughs> I don't know. I had churches like what two days ago, and it was pretty good. It was good. Churches like the budget. Yeah, fried chicken. I haven't had it in a while, but if churches got yeah. vegan options, I'll I'll be there. Popeye's has vegan options. 
KFC has Beyond. Beyond. Yeah. It's still grilled on like. But I, mean, yeah, I, mean, I want still, churches yeah. though. How long have you been vegan for? It's been like a year or so. It's been a year and change. Where, wait, wait, where do you live? I live in Alhambra, like east, so like east, east, east side. Yeah. I don't know any vegan spots over here. Long Beach is over here. Is, they, there's like Plant Power and there's like Fourth Horseman, like does pizza and stuff. There, there's some cool spots out here. There's a bunch of good spots here. There's a especially like Second Street has some cool shit. Yeah, on. my favorite sushi ever is this place called Bluebird, and they have a full vegan menu, and it's fucking delicious. Damn. That's down here in Long Beach. Yeah. Okay, you're, you're vegan. No, huh. <laughs> <laughs> do I look vegan? Uh, no, <laughs> Dog, like, have you seen the cold music video? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, saw that. I don't know. Maybe he became vegan like, just now. Like, no, I, know, like, like, I, I saw a bluebird though. I wish, but no. Yeah, so, I, no, I, don't I wish. Like, I, don't wish. Vegans are corny, bro. I mean, yeah. I wish like that I could like have the balls on like fuck, like you know, like there's a taco sound like literally like you could just like walk in like it's you know you could walk. It's like yeah, like so close that I'm like fuck, I'm hungry. I'll get a burrito. Yeah, I just I I don't think I have the mindset or the control to like it's too hard to be vegan man it, don't do it there's like no way to get food I, I do understand I do I like you know I do understand like there's you know there's the, the, I do comprehend that the fact is that us being meat eaters and consuming dairy that it, it, it is taking a toll on in our world you know that it's yeah it's it fucked is. up yeah you know it, it's pretty fucked up and I do comprehend that but I'm also like Fuck! I just gotta eat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even care. Like some some vegans are like, nah, I just gotta make the earth better. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care what anyone eats. I'm just yeah, gonna do some vegan I right shit. Yeah. yeah, it's also just being like, you know, health conscious. You know, sometimes you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta do that. You know, it's balanced, dude. But uh, for the most part, I I just like fuck. I gotta eat just stuff my face with whatever. Because <laughs> like, with whatever, oh, yeah. straight up. And, uh, you know, be, you know, anything else you want to add, Daniel? No, that's it, dude. Like, shout out. Tell us about, like, what's next for SOS. I know this Sunday's, like... When, when what, would, what would it take for Shababa to call it quits, you know? Nah, dude. Shababa's like, like the Wu-Tang, dude. We're, Shababa's forever, Shababa's dude. Shababa's forever. forever. Woo! Heard yeah. it here first. That's right. I down. You heard it. You heard it. Hasta la muerte, dog. Yeah. Straight up. Straight up. I like, how do you full say palabra? It'll be over once one of us is dead, so. Damn, well, we all gonna die so, anyway, so we're gonna ride it out. Until until then, it's it's forever, you know? I don't, I don't think we're gonna be an active band anymore as far as, like, doing... 24-7. Yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna play... I think even last year, I think we only played, like, two, three shows, and I think... <clears throat> I think all of us are, you know, have jobs and families and stuff now that, like... How old are who's the oldest in the in the band? Um so me, Jason are thirty two, Brian is thirty five. You guys are not that old actually. Jay, yeah. Little Brian's thirty four, Scott's thirty four. So we're all in our early thirties. Right. It's not that old, like I don't know, it's like I don't know. Like yeah. you guys make it seem like, yeah, we got families, you guys remind like the yeah. grown ups, like like you know, like there's like let's throw a party, like we got high cholesterol, we're old, we got yeah. families and we're like you guys are like you guys are, but th them they're forty like in the movie, like you can Yeah, tell. but you also you gotta think so Sababa compared to like you know, when you think like I have friends like Martine plays Martine from Terror plays bass for us. And like, dude, Terror tours fucking so much. So there's, the, you gotta find a balance of how to like tour and be alive. Like you know, like you have to find a structure. Oh yeah, terror. Where, where like they tour so much that they found a structure that works for them. So Bobbin has no fucking structure. You know, we for us we go on tour and yeah. it's vacation for us. So we're all just like, <laughs> like dads, like yeah, yeah like, fuck drunk. it, we're going. Let's go get drunk. Oh, we gotta play that. Fuck the show. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's uh for us it's vacation and uh, and for some reason we've always treated it like that. Like you know. We can't oh, yeah. do that forever. <laughs> oh yeah, 
and it's, it's out of business. So, so uh, actually, before we end this, you know, we could cut this off if you know whatever. Mm-hmm. I heard actually, I was watching the incinerary no jumper interview. Mm-hmm. Wasn't weren't you guys supposed to be on no jumper? Yeah, we were. And what happened? I don't know. I just never called Adam back. Damn. So you, so y'all, y'all motherfuckers heard. We got laugh now, Daddy. We got, we got Nate. Yeah. Shout out Adam Twenty Two. Yeah, shout out. Man, you know. I, I used to watch No Jumper. Like, yeah. You, you're just gonna see the post priorly and be like, yeah, we yeah. got Nate. You know. No, Adam, we're gonna tag. We're gonna. Adam's tag. cool. He's actually like a. He's an old hardcore dude from New York. So he he grew up going to hardcore shows like the Incendiary Dudes and like. Yeah. He grew up, and then he moved here, and I don't know, he started doing rap shit, I guess. And BMX shit. He straight up, like, climbed, he climbed the ladder, like, Dude. from, like, the bottom. He was, I, I don't think he's, like, you know, like, I have parents, that da 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 Yeah. Like, say what you want, whatever, but I see that, you know, like. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see what he's done. Like, I again, I don't really pay attention to the internet, but the, the other day, I forgot, I think it might have been the Incinerary show or some show, or, like, I think it was, like, some rap show. And he was there, it was good to see you. And then I just see kids, like, over here trying to take pictures of them. Like, what the fuck are you taking pictures of your ass for? You ride I mean, a, yeah. It's like, you ride a bicycle, fool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I didn't really comprehend it until, like, I followed him on the internet. I was like, oh, wait, this was, like, famous. Yeah, this was big. <laughs> I, didn't, yeah, I yeah. didn't know that, you know? Yeah, I mean, also, like, just how, like, I mean, we're not going to talk about it forever, but, you know, like, how he's easy, like... You know, he got, like, uh, what's, like, X, you know, like, Suicide Boys. Like, say what you want. He got him before anybody, yeah. you know, will get him on it. I think we need that for hardcore, too, like. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see what he's done. He's always been very in tune with, with you know, his music world and culture. And it's pretty cool to see that he's always just been, like, very, like, about it, you know? So it's, like, it's cool to see, like, you know, once a hardcore dude, he's a BMX rider. And then he, for some reason, he gravitated to, like, I don't know, what do you call that? Like, rap or, like... The clout world, SoundCloud rap, SoundCloud rap, SoundCloud. I don't know what that shit means, man. Yeah, but he somewhat gravitated to that, and like, he, he's. I mean, he's also a really good interviewer too. You know, I see. He's, he's like, I, you know, there's like podcasts I like. I'm like, oh, like I gotta look to this motherfucker. This motherfucker just. Yeah, I seen a lot of. I seen a few of his interviews. He's actually a really good interviewer, and like, you know, it's like he's natural. He's natural at it, you know. So. It's cool to see what he's done. You know, I don't, I, again, I don't really follow much of that world. And I think recently, like, someone was, like, trying to cancel him or some shit. And I was just like, I... To me, the craziest thing about him is that he, like, podcasts are boring. You know, podcasts are essentially, you know, you, you can listen to it. Most of the time, you're not listening to the whole thing. You yeah. Know, most of the time, I, I, there's only one podcast, shout out to Ball, that I actually listen to the whole thing. Other than that, I might listen to, like, one episode, two episodes. He made a podcast cool to mm-hmm. like the most like you know self like to the most like ignorant audience and he knew how to do it you know he knew how to record it he knew the setup he knew not to yeah. like, try so hard he knew all that shit you know because you, you gotta think now nowadays too before you could read you know people read a book and listen to like you know would listen to like full albums or something but now people's attention span because of social media you know people are like past it's hard to get keep someone's attention past like what 15 minutes you know so for some reason he's been able to do that, which is, you know, give it up to yeah, him. Definitely. Yeah. So. And also he, what's that thing? The little condemn or some shit? Like he made it cool. Like I'm like Wait, the, the it's what? like a little like um you know like a thing like it has a string and you have to like like make the ball land on the. Like, oh Adam yeah. made that cool. He, yeah. The Mexican he, se- he sells like a shit ton. Like he, he does. Yeah, he sells. Hey a man, lot. he's got to start paying Mexicans for that shit. Yeah, dude. I know. We need, we need re- reparations for this. <laughs> like he sells, but he's good at it too. He, like I don't know. I see him do like like flip it like on a bottle. Like I don't know. He does something like. Yeah, but he made that, he made that cool though. You know he. It's just like it's basically just a fidget spinner. 
Just like something to mess with. Just like it's a like, toy. No, that shit's hard. Yeah, it's hard. The fidget yeah, spinner is easy. Yeah, TBH, TBH. Uh, yeah, but before we sign off, anything you want to say? Oh, wait, yeah. One, okay, one, one request. Will we ever get another Jabalba World of Pain split? <laughs> no. no, they're done. Okay, yeah. I know, but like in, imagine, in an imaginary world. I know, I was at the last show, man. I know. I know, we were supposed to play the last Why'd show. Why'd you play? I know what happened. I showed up ready for you guys. Yeah, he's like, I came for Jabalba. I know, I drove all the way down. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I, I had work. Ah, uh, damn, straight up, just work. I had work, dude. It's all good. It happens, man. Yeah, yeah right. I remember I had work. I felt bad. I was like, fuck. My bad, dude. He's like, it's our last show. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna like, I was like, I don't know, I'm gonna like Chicago or something, dude. I don't, wanna, I don't know what you want me to say. This <laughs> show. That was lit. So, yeah, but yeah. I, I, felt, I was bummed because it's like also a band we grew up with. And yeah. No, it was really good. started out like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. they okay. started like, I think World of Pain started like a year after us or something like that, you know? Really? So they're like the first band we did a split with, one of the first bands we like played shows with, you know? So they're like, those dudes are like brothers for us, you know? So I was, I was really bummed we missed it, but... It was a good show, man. It was emotional, for sure. Yeah, I yeah. was like, fuck, man, whatever. Before yeah. we sign off... Motherfucking work, dude. We're going to do random questions. You ready? Let's do it. Yeah, answer in one second. Or yeah, man. Lightning round. Lightning round, Lightning yeah. round. I'll try to keep some. it as quick <laughs> as possible. McDonald's or Burger King? McDonald's. Travis Carr, ASAP Rocky? ASAP Rocky. White Tank or Poison? Poison. Shababa riding it. Actually, going back to they but why sit now? Fuck both of them, dude. <laughs> I just like Poison because they got a couple songs, but yeah, he's like, was it uh, nothing but a good? Yeah, yeah. Is it that yeah. One? yeah, yeah. We got a couple, you know. Shababa so that leather pants bullshit, man. Fuck out of here with that shit. This is whack. You know, not that I really listened to as a kid. You know? <laughs> I actually listened to that as a kid. Shababa riding out. Shababa, man. Of course. <laughs> Dodgers or Lakers. Both. <laughs> this is not even the same. Yeah. I know the same sport. I know. Yeah, it should be. It should be a uh, sport preference. Preference. Both, dude. Die hard. The office or friends. Friends. Being yeah. a member of Mayhem or being a member of Bolt Thrower. Bolt Thrower for sure. What, what band member do you hate the most? That's it. In, in my band. Yeah. More, most annoying. <laughs> Call out. Survival <laughs> quiz. Is our, this, like ends it after. Our, our old guitar player Jensen. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Like, like, now he's still my friend. I love him. Oh, yeah. I was like, no, like, he's going to be like, yeah, motherfucker. Like, but he dri- he used to drive me crazy. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a real love hate. So, yeah. It yeah. is what it is. We appreciate you for you know, yeah, taking plug, your time. Plug your stuff. Tell people where to find you. Awesome. Tell people about SOS. I don't and... think he wants people to find us a thing. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. No, uh, yeah. Thanks for, you know, thanks for having me. It's fucking pretty cool to see what you guys are doing. And uh, Thank you. Uh, it's not a lot of, a lot of people don't take the time or effort to contribute something to this community so it's yeah. pretty cool to see you guys do that and uh yeah thanks for making me a part of it we're trying yeah shout out to Bala forever yeah. hasta la muerte yeah hasta fuck everybody else yeah. do you want to share it. your instagram or anything no or sos booking sos booking we do a lot of live streams toy drives <laughs> yeah tune in motherfuckers yeah tune in check it out yeah Oh, yeah, yeah, it's fucking for free. You know, you motherfuckers paying for Code Orange, but I you know, don't want you don't want to like see like a lot of EDD money. You guys yeah. can't even tune into the free live stream. We see you. Uh, uh, yeah, what, what are people doing on Sundays? Like, you can't go to a restaurant. They're yeah, straight mindlessly up. scrolling Instagram and TikTok. You got to stop that brain. shit. Yeah. Activate what, li- your brain. TikToks, you know, fucking yeah. seeing. Uh, nah, nah. Engage your brain in some in something. Look at a little yachty fucking life feud with short. that TikToker motherfucker. <laughs> you know, chinging us with that shit. Got that B onto the B onto the. Pongas a barrer, pongas a limpiar, haz algo. Oh shit, how's your mom talking right now? I still remember everybody. Everybody was like, I know, yeah. I do. We all are. 
like like Saturday, like the week. I'm like, oh, I'm Lobo, excited. Lobo, oh, you, you, you can't you can't go anywhere to you fucking yeah, do your chores. I'm like, fuck. Damn it! I don't want to do nothing. De esa música, de cómo es esa música del diablo, esa música. You know, porque, so yeah, oh, porque. But yeah, yeah. Dude. thank you guys. Of course, dude. I Let's think that's a wrap. Forever. Thank Last you. Last words. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hagan algo.